0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Hi, I'm Alex Abnos. This is World Cup Every Day for November 18th. Today, I went to the open training session for France to look for any obvious signs that their build-up to the World Cup had been a little bit bumpy. But before that, Felipe Cardenas went on a mission to find out what the deal really is with the fan accommodation at the World Cup. You might have seen some pictures go viral of essentially a field of shipping containers turned hotel rooms. Felipe found out where they are and went to see how bad that situation really is. Then he came back. Can he talked to me. He just came from uh, some of the fan accommodation uh, that is, I guess, on the outskirts of Doha or somewhere. Well, it's, first it's, of all, let's start there. Where is it?
2: Okay, so it's it's very close to the airport. All right. Uh, so where we are, I guess, are we calling this maybe like Central Doha?
1: Central-ish Doha.
2: Central-ish yeah. Doha. Okay, we're not downtown, so we're in a bustling area of the city. And so I went about seventeen a 17-minute 17 drive towards the airport, I passed the airport, and then I was dropped off uh, next to just this massive, sprawling area full of trailers. So I saw the trailers. This is the image that's been like making the rounds and everything with, you know,
1: you, <laughs> it looks it looks exactly like what it is. It's a bunch of shipping containers with doors yes, uh, in a row, and that is sort of some of the fan accommodation for this World Cup because there are not enough actual
2: hotels. Right. right. And so I can tell you what's in the the trailer. They were all locked. Okay. Uh, And again, just, I can't even, I can't, um, let me just reiterate how many I saw. Like, just, it felt felt like hundreds. Just rows and rows and rows and rows of trailers. And they were, the rows are numbered like row A and like, you know, trailer one through ten and, you know, all the way through the alphabet basically. (laughs) Right. Uh, And then, So there are still workers sort of milling around, uh, installing things. I saw a guy installing a sink like still. So that's still happening. Okay. Uh, and one of a couple of the trailers were open and I think that's where some workers may be resting during the day. And so I peeked through and I saw there are two beds, uh, a a small like desk area, very small because there's enough room for two like like seats or chairs, basically. Uh, and yes, like a washing area, like a wash, like a sink, basically. I did not see a shower. There's no shower? That's no, I, I didn't see it. You know, I can't, like, confirm. But, like, the other thing that I don't know for sure is if there's air conditioning. So I'm <laughs> yeah. not really sure. It is incredibly hot during the day. I just got there. It's It's noon here in Doha, and I was there around 10 a.m., and it was just, there's no shade. There's no
1: shade at all. It didn't look like there was any shade. It's like in this massive. First of all, there's not there's not really much shade in Doha, <laughs> To correct. begin with, that's not provided by a building. So if you're not, yeah. you know, near downtown, that's crazy. So what's what's like? You're describing this, and I guess based on the photo, the photos that have been going around. I know you took some video, and what you're de- what you're describing. It sounds like almost dystopian would you say that it's that it's that way right now yes do you think that people being added to the like it, once people are actually there is that going to make it more or less dystopian i'm not really sure no it
2: is very dystopian It's a great way to describe yeah. it it's like a community there's a supermarket i saw a big supermarket is that also in a shipping container no i mean uh, maybe a huge one it looked like it was just sort of like a, a stand okay. a standalone you know See, like window based building was just dropped in the middle of this community okay. uh, and it was also closed but I saw I looked I peered through and it was stocked you know it's like a legitimate supermarket I saw a Starbucks like a star like basically food trucks imagine food trucks everywhere sure. and so there's a Starbucks food truck uh, a pizza uh, a lot of food from here from the region Mediterranean uh, Indian uh, and you know, I stopped by and had coffee cause there were, there are employees at most of these, uh, food, food truck stands. Yeah. And I spoke to, uh, an employee at one at a local coffee shop, not Starbucks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it's okay if you go to Starbucks, you got There no one at Starbucks. <laughs> okay. I actually chose a nice place here. Like I just random, because there were two employees outside. So I, I started to talk to them. Uh, and, and this woman, she's from Nepal. she's lived in qatar for 11 years she told me she's a mother of one child five-year-old and she said that first of all she her english was very good and i asked her like your english is very good how did you learn english she said from watching movies it's very classic right she said watching movies and talking to visitors and so she understood me clearly uh and and i asked her have you seen people here and she said yes but i don't think she was sure if they were fans or perhaps uh, officials or employees of other places, but she's been serving people throughout you know the, the few months she's been here. Um, the coffee was very good. It was a okay. Brazilian bean by the way, good. Uh, and you know she told me that living in Qatar is very, or in Qatar is very expensive, mm-hmm. um, especially if with a family. But she seemed very excited about the prospect of seeing this community, sort of filling up with people like they don't see it as this is going to be chaos it's like I'm here this is going to be fine yeah uh, it's an opportunity so it, that'll be interesting once it starts filling out that's crazy um,
1: anything else like wh- what else what else did you see there is there any, anything that we're
2: missing yeah any, anything
1: I, that, that you think those photos like don't really capture about the place yeah, so, or? so two important okay.
2: things um, first of all there are two huge like fan fest areas right okay so like Giant screen, and when I was there, this is at this is at this the is village, at, yeah, okay. the village. Again, this is huge. Okay, there <laughs> there is there's just massive fan fest area with pretty comfortable beanbags, like okay. hundreds of them, like spread out, uh, and some different seating areas. There's a big screen, and when I was there, there was there I heard uh, like Arabic music playing around, and I looked on the screen, and it was. Basically, like military propaganda, of uh, and it was just like images of soldiers. Uh, huh? You know, like unlike unlike the, the fan fest
1: screen, yes. like the big screen that they'll have like yes. games on.
2: Right. Okay. So that was playing while I was there, and I kept walking and I stumbled upon another uh, FanFest area, just as big, just massive, another big screen uh and then when i was at that coffee shop i saw another reporter and he he stepped up and I said hey like and we introduced ourselves he was a dutch reporter okay and he he asked me like what are you doing here and i was like what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs) and basically you know he told me he's like i was here in october and there was nothing and he wrote a story about it like we exchanged information we're gonna you know i think he's gonna send me some photos and the link to his story yeah but he was like there's nothing here like he was he was very impressed with what he saw today
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels like so much of, we've talked about it so many times, like so much of what we're experiencing on an everyday basis is just so new and still being built and still being finished and just straight up was not here Mm -hmm. uh, even a year or two
2: ago. No, and it's very, where this place is, where this community is, Mm -hmm. it's very, it's industrial, it's dusty, there's construction happening like all around it uh, and it's, Again, it doesn't look comfortable, but it doesn't look like this is just this horrendous situation. I I mean, again noting that i don't know if there's a air conditioning yeah i don't know if there's what the facilities are are there are there working bathrooms bathrooms is the you know is, uh, it's gonna be the real trick the, the fact that the, just the heat during the day so 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 tremendous and there you know i saw mini pitches like a couple of soccer pitches hmm. uh basketball courts volleyball it's all turf like artificial turf that they've laid out like carpeting basically yeah um But again, from the outside, it's like, okay, perhaps not as bad as I thought, but we don't know until hundreds and hundreds of people show up. Well, we'll have to send you back there once the hundreds and hundreds of people show
1: up and maybe, maybe it'll be fine. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Thanks, Felipe.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with
2: 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover,
1: Uh, day three, I think. <laughs> I'm losing track of days here. Uh, you know, yesterday was sort of like a recreation. Uh, we spent a lot of time in Sukwa Waqif, and which is kind of like a recreation of an actual historic market that was uh, in Doha. Uh, I'm currently in a different part of town that's just next to the Sukwa Waqif, which could not possibly be more different. Um, it's called the Mischweib, I think. That's how it's pronounced. Maybe I got that wrong. Um, it could not be more modern. It's just like I'm looking, I'm walking the, the, down this like brick pedestrian way. There are tracks running through the middle of it, where a very modern-looking streetcar goes by every so often. I don't think it goes very many places, but it's definitely here. Anyway, uh, I'm down here. First of all, just to wander around a little bit, but also um, to get some food, and also because it's near the metro station, I'm going to need to go to the open training and press conference for France, who you might have heard are the defending champions of this World Cup. They've had an interesting lead-up to the tournament, to say the least. Basically, the heart of the midfield is, is injured in N'Golo in Kante and Paul Pogba. And one of the injury replacements they called up is actually a winger, Christopher Nkunku. also had to withdraw because of an injury he suffered in training video emerged of the incident in training that led to that injury. France has some problems. They've also got a bunch of injuries on the back line. Their top two center backs are likely out of the tournament. Adrian Rabiot is probably going to start in central midfield for them. There's just a lot going on for them, not the most ideal build-up that they would want. This is a team that has a history of imploding just as often as they are amazing and do things like win the World Cup. I think they're super interesting. And even though, much to my wife's chagrin, she's a French teacher, I don't speak any French. I'm going to do the best I can, try to get the way of the land in French uh, camp. The French camp, I should say. And see what they're up to.
2: Um, but obviously we know that it's a tough game to play. It's, uh, it's a tough team, like they, um, they defend really well and they play with... Uh, with a lot of aggressivity and uh, generosity Uh, and they have um, talented players so a lot of players play in Europe so we've seen that the first game in 2018 was very difficult to win and uh, we just uh, we've done it at the end of the game and we feel like relief after that so it means uh, there is no easy game and uh, uh, we really respect respect this team, and um, and uh, we know how important it is to to start with the competition. So we will do our best. Uh, we will try to play our best football. Yeah.
1: Okay. The press conference just finished with Relian Turemny, and Olivier Jervol, and Didier Deschamps. Everybody seems to have a pretty positive outlook on things so far. But uh, the open training is about to start. the open training session for France has now concluded the crowd is filing out the kids are slowly leaving the journalists are here finishing up stories or radio reports kind of like me <laughs> and I don't know my overall impression from this event is that it was extremely businesslike from France as I mentioned before they've had so many things sort of happen to them in the lead up to this tournament from Big injuries to a last minute injury to racist abuse that was directed on social media at Eduardo Camavinga. So, part of the reason I was sent here was sort of to see if there was anything in the session that showed that this team was going through anything, was maybe reacting to the pressure, turning on each other or the opposite, coming closer together, joking around, whatever. What I saw was basically none of that. This team arrived on the field, barely acknowledged the fans that were here to see them in this open session. They warmed up, they stretched, they played some small-sided games, they did some training routines, and they did all of it you know, with fairly serious looks on their faces. They did all of it with a pretty high level of intensity. And then when the training session was over, they just left. I didn't see a whole lot of joking around with one another. I didn't see a whole lot of clicks forming. I didn't see a lot of the things that maybe we're used to on the U.S. beat because the the U.S. national team is famously close and young and jovial. You know, I I didn't really see any of that. Now, granted, these are more experienced players in the U.S. They've been in bigger spots for longer. They understand that the World Cup is a serious event and they're taking it very seriously and there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's interesting to see up close what that actually looks like. My other impression from this is that it was extremely, extremely nice to finally hear a crowd react to soccer things whether it be goals or a really good move or an especially well hit pass there was a crowd here that was reacting to those things on the field it's one of the magical things about seeing games in person seeing soccer played in person and it's something that has not been a part of my experience here in Qatar yet and now it is And that has me extremely, extremely, extremely excited for the start of this World Cup this weekend. That's all from me. I'm Alex Abnos. Thank you so much again to our wonderful producer, Mike Zimmerman, for putting this and all the shows on this feed together. We'll see you tomorrow.